A roundabout offers the chance to choose a destination. How fast or slow, how cautiously or bravely you approach it. A roundabout provides its user opportunity, danger, but ultimately choice, much like life. Roundabout is a podcast about life, love, journeys, success and failure. Mostly a celebration of living life and making the most of opportunity. Well, g'day Roundabouters, welcome to a super special, ooh, super special. That's very, uh, I'm not sure what that term is, but anyway, we'll roll with that. Um, welcome to a super special edition of the Roundabout Podcast. Um, this session is being recorded in the far north of Australia, in a city I like to call the Cultural Rainbow. There's all kinds of everything up here. It's pretty cool. So, yep, we are in Townsville. Roundabouters, today I'm fortunate to be talking with a bunch of talented young men, collectively known as Late November. After you've finished the chat, jump on your favourite listening app. I use Spotify or Apple Music. Type in Late November and have a listen to some of Australia's most eclectic, expertly articulated and musically brilliant tunes. Sounds like an enemy magazine. Um, I promise you won't be disappointed. So, fellas, I haven't done a group podcast before, um, so bear with me today. Uh, we'll work through this together and figure it out. So, boys, welcome to the Roundabout Podcast. Um, I guess, first of all, we might go around the room and introduce yourselves. Um, I'm Aiden. I play saxophone in late November. I'm also a Corey's nephew. Yeah. Uh, I'm Cody. I play bass in late November. Um, I'm not Corey's nephew. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. <laughs> DNA test. Yeah. Uh, my name's Alex. I'm vocalist and uh, rhythm guitarist for now. For now. For, for late November. Yep. And um, one day I hope to be Corey's nephew. <laughs> you can only try. <laughs> I'm Denzel and I'm the guitarist of late November. And I'm not going to say anything funny. Um, all right, thanks, boys. Thanks for the intro. And it's, it's always bloody hard to get going on these things. Once we get far along, we'll, we'll be right. Boys, so it's my understanding um, that you all went to school together. Um, and always correct me if I'm wrong here, but is that right? So you're all yeah, yeah. schoolmates? Yes, sir. And what was school like for you boys? Um, Alex started a rebellion. I nice. did. What did you do? Uh, uh, I used to wear long socks every Friday, which was against school policy. Really? Yeah. And then um, it was fine when, when I was doing it. Yeah. But then uh, one day one day everybody else decided to do it and they the, the school blamed me for it. And they, they said it was a planned attack on school authority. And they called me up and tried to suspend me. On the last day of school. On the last day of school, they tried to suspend me. <laughs> I was like, how, do, how does that work? <laughs> School is great. I was like, I'm already finished. I'd already graduated by this point. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I would have thought, you know, I don't know, I'm thinking of your school principal. I'm going to paint a picture of this sort of weedy, skinny, nerdy looking dude <laughs> with a shit comb over, probably a bad mustache. Close? No? <laughs> no, he, he was pretty cool. Was he? Was it, uh, it wouldn't have been. Was it Bockles by this I, point? I don't. No. I feel like we didn't quite have an official principal on my last year. You might have yeah. had Mr. Buchholz because he did a really boring speech for you guys too, I think. Yeah. Buchholz was actually really cool. I yeah. think, honestly, he had uh, very little to do with 
He wouldn't have cared yeah, whatsoever. He, yeah. <laughs> and also, he has dope style. So, like, yeah. he... He would have appreciated <laughs> he, he would have, He would have get it. He, he would have got it. He would have get it. Yeah, <laughs> tangent on Mr. Because He um goes to, like, heaps of music festivals that we play at, too. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so, the, he'd be like... Yeah, he's yeah, the he's, guy. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Yeah, right. He's uh, very cool. Shout well, out, Buckles. Yeah, shout out, Buckles. But uh, I would have thought pulling your socks up is a positive thing in the eye of a nerdy yeah. principal. Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'd think you'd so. You'd think so, yeah. But but yeah, as I said, it wasn't Buckles. Well, I don't know. I don't know who. I can't yeah, remember I now. I feel like it was like mid. I feel like we switched principals, so it was like a yeah, okay. midway thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah. school in general was, I think... Um, we we all might have different takes on this, so I guess yeah. I would I guess I'll just go first, cause, um, so I was I'm a little bit older than the boys, just by one year. I was yeah. the grade above, yeah, and um, like I went through uh, the music program, mm-hmm. because uh, Pimlico had a massive music program, and that was kind of like, I I think it had a bit of a gauntlet on the school, mm. and like I think. What does that mean? Sorry. Uh, this this is stemming from a conversation that um, Denzel, Denzel and I actually had together a while ago. Yeah. And then, so I'll, I'll let Denzel touch on it a bit more later if, if you like, sorry. But um, I think the the music program at, at Pimlico was very much like if you weren't in it, you didn't get as much attention as you should have. Right. So, and I, I didn't realize that until afterwards, I guess, and just hearing other people's... Um, uh, point of view and stuff but yeah. uh but yeah personally going through i had a pretty easy go of it i was a sh- little shit of a kid can't imagine that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i was yeah i was a and then you know because i was like i was um anti anti-authority enough to be um to be a turd in class but not nice. anti-authority enough just to leave <laughs> you know <laughs> you were you were a smart yeah. rebel then weren't yeah, you yeah I, I cared enough about my my mum to stay in school <laughs> good idea but um, um but yeah and then did the music program did choir and yep. jazz band met all of these boys mm-hmm. and then yeah the rest is history yep and, then, and who haven't we got here tonight so in the band who else we've only got half the band so yeah yeah there's there's four of us here there's eight of us in total now. Yeah. But not all of us went to... Oh, all of... Hayden, yeah, the Hayden only went one, to Egan. Yeah, we got a new member. Yeah, we do. Okay. Hayden, he he just joined like Monday. Monday, yeah. <laughs> Does Hayden know he's joined? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we spoke to him, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, seven of us. This Yeah, seven yeah. of us. Plus Hayden. Denzel, myself, Cody, Edo, Chris, Anthony, and Michael at the time as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Did you get my, Sam? Am I missing anyone? Oh, Sam. Fuck. Sam. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> He's down south, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, what he gets for being down south. <laughs> you know, it's, it is cool, though. Because like, my school, it was about sport. If you played footy, cricket, basketball, fucking tennis, whatever, and you were good, you were someone. Um, well, unfortunately, I was all right at things. But I didn't really give a shit. I was a bit rebellious, too. Yeah. You know, bleached hair, fucking tried to do everything that was... We weren't allowed to wear sneakers, so then you back in my day, I was buying Pegasus sneakers for seventy bucks, which is like my dad's monthly wage, I reckon. Um, and, and that was the rebellion, was the shoe thing. But well, it's a sock shoe thing. Yeah, know, still know, down there. Uniform yeah, same rebellion. Area. But um, yeah, do we want to go around? Yeah, and for sure. For everybody's, sure. I know. everybody's insight. Um, school was pretty 
great. Um, didn't like it. <laughs> but I liked you playing music like all the time. That yep. was great. Before school, at lunchtime, um, in, high, in grade 12, only had, I dropped a subject to do a music course outside of school. So mm-hmm. then I had more time at school in my spares to play music. So yep. just uh, it was great for music. It was an awesome time. But uh, every, I didn't really like any other parts of it. It all seemed pretty useless because I already mm. knew where you were going what I wanted to do so yeah, yeah. It was, that's an it awesome was vision though for a six, 17 year old or whatever to go I'm going down that pathway and you are so that's that's super cool yeah. I was going to be an accountant yeah I, <laughs> I did that in grade 10 <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what about you Cody what, what was your thoughts and I had a question written down saying who um, who spent the most time in detention uh, and who was the smart, nerdy one? Mm. And I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out, but yeah, well, I reckon I'm <laughs> you're on a around path. Way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I basically had the same high school experience as Aiden. I think we did most of the same subjects. We the same yeah, we got mixed up all the time. Uh, oh, me and we well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I remember there was like a rehearsal for like the whole school, like for an opening act at one of the shows. And I looked in the mirror that's at like the end of the hall. I'm like, oh, I didn't know Alex was there. It's fucking me. Oh. <laughs> I got myself confused with Alex. Um, but yeah, Aiden and I, yeah, we both dropped that subject, um, which was chemistry. Uh, All my homies hate chemistry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nah, not for me, not for me. Or no, Aiden. Same. Oh, Aiden. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was the same. We did that extension subject, so we got um, spare periods um, all the time. Yeah. So yeah. we'd just like toss around ideas. Mm. I'd listen to Aiden DJ on his laptop. Nice. And, yeah, it was pretty nice. good. Did it start back then? Uh, <laughs> not properly. I remember. I do remember you making beats, though. I, I, I do remember that now, actually. And like you, okay, you reversing like samples and stuff like that. Of like, of, he downloaded um, Recordbox and he tried to, but like he didn't have a controller, so he would do it all with his trackpad. Yeah. Oh. So like the drop would be like building up for like far too long, <laughs> and he wouldn't be able to press all the buttons all at once to yeah. make it work. Yeah, but he, but you had the idea. Yeah, I was imagining he using the arrows, you know, the up down. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Just about tap, 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 tap. <laughs> <laughs> Wowza. Um, hey, Denzel, what's your favourite memory of school? Favourite memory of school? And we'll move on from this school shit. We're just kind of going down um, the highway, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Favourite memory of school? I don't really... Yeah, I don't really have any. I kind of hated all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what yeah. was your least favourite thing about school? Probably all of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, because you see, like, uh, I'm kind of like the anomaly out of everyone else. I was never in the music program. Yeah. Um, so I kind of felt like the full brunt of that. Mm. Just, you know, not really feeling like I was getting the attention I needed. Mm. Um, but, yeah. And yet was, you're the guitarist, right? Yeah. So in my mind, like, the guitarist is essential to the band. Not not only yours, but all in my this. This is my you know some bands don't have guitarists, right? But the music I like all has guitars in it, except for some Radiohead stuff maybe. But um, yeah, that's interesting. So you weren't in the pro- so you're self-taught or 
Yeah, kind mm. of, I guess. Like, just never really had a lesson. Just got but natural affinity to... Yeah, also, I don't think I'm that, like, good either, so... Come off it. I disagree. Uh, man, I'll disagree. I bet we'll disagree more later on that, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and that's, you know, school's not for everyone either, is it? And, and no, for sure. It's, um, I don't know. I think one cool thing about as sort of things are evolving society-wise now is they're creating different schools, providing different opportunities for kids. Yeah. Because not everyone fits in the box anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My, my year, my, my era of school, early 80s, if you didn't fit in the box, mm-hmm. you, you're just an outcast. Yeah. You, were, you were looked upon as... An outcast, really. It was pretty, mm. was pretty brutal. Um, but now there are so many opportunities for kids to do other different things. And yeah, it, it's great. My, my yeah. partner's a psychologist. Okay. Um, and she's been like doing a lot of study with like ADHD and um, yep. autism, mm-hmm. and like just like the procedures and stuff that are slow, like very slowly, but yeah, surely yep. like changing for that kind of thing mm. to like help kids with those sorts of needs it's awesome it's it, just great because yeah the normal school routine just doesn't work <laughs> yeah no oh look mate i'm no educator whatsoever but um just just seeing it in out the town i'm from in victoria down there um we've got a few different schools have popped up now that are you know so kids don't have to go to mainstream mildura high school or whatever mm, and yeah um yeah no it's i don't know it's for people smarter than me to contemplate i guess <laughs> but it is cool at least um, there, the old, there, sorry, there is just one thing I wanted to add, just based on what Denzel said. No, sorry, I know we said we'd move on from no, the school no, no, thing, but good, I feel like good. this might be a cool point to add that because most of us, as Denzel said, we're very um, kind of had the same sort of guidance in a particular direction. Mm. I feel like that can also like can be a hindrance too, because like we can all think one way. Yeah, and I yeah. think. Um, we've had a few discussions as a group, uh, like, because we have like meetings and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And like, we've, you know, spoken really highly about the way Denzel has impacted us Mm -hmm. because of his unique sort of view on music as a whole. Like, like Denzel comes up with ideas that I would never fathom. Yeah, have, I reckon like almost none of us would have. Yeah, like, and have it, it and would have been, I think, honestly detrimental to us if we didn't mm. have Denzel's experience and like. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's it's been it's been a massive influence because like, yeah, that's it. It's so just been a massive influence. It's <laughs> like an unfiltered sort of. Um, well, yeah, because he's just coming from a different angle well yeah because Denzel's not limited in like it can be very limiting when mm. you go through like a sort of processed sort mm. of form of music and it's like oh it's got to fit within certain yeah um certain regions and stuff like that of you know like I don't know I'm, I'm not super theory based but like just mm. like inherently going through the music program you do take on things like mm. oh maybe these keys don't work or maybe this, this doesn't work or this tempo doesn't work that doesn't work this doesn't work um mm. and like yeah, I think Denzel's point of view just kind of really opened our eyes to like, just just because something might not work conventionally doesn't mean we shouldn't try it because chances are it's probably going to be awesome. And yeah. then every idea yeah. he's brought has been awesome, which is why I, awesome. which is why if you if you say you're not a good guitarist, I disagree because I think you're fucking great because of that unique perspective. 
Yeah. Thanks. Sorry, man. I just wanted to say that. Otherwise, no, I would have. Otherwise, I would have been like just <laughs> sitting on it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Stewing. Like <laughs> man, there's no process here. There's a bit of a yeah. It's a it, speak up anytime. Um, <laughs> hey, so the obvious question: Why late November? Why are you called that? As we sit here on the 24th of November, which is kind of late November, isn't it? That's pretty late. That's fairly late November. Yeah. Um, we've we've often joked about trying to conjure up uh, a fake story that's that would be far more interesting than than the original yeah. story. You can tell me anything you want because uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's a great way to preface the fake story that you're going to make up. Yeah. I'm not going to believe what he says. Well, now. You know. <laughs> Makes it really believable. <laughs> uh, on, on the spot, I can't think of much, but um, so me. Oh, I've already used that one. I think it's going to be different every time. I haven't heard it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just say it. I'll just say it. Yeah. Um, I told the festival that it's because uh, Aiden used to have braces, and that's when he got him off. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's real daring. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's <laughs> just real mundane. Real high-end stuff. Yeah. They, they will now. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's no like super solid backstory, but as far as I know, late November was already a band by the time I joined. Yep. And from what Cody tells me, it was when you guys formed it. So, yeah. At that mm. time, it was Denzel, Ado, Cody... It would have been Ryan Schmidt. Yeah, Ryan. Damon Johnson. Damon Johnson. Lincoln. And Lincoln, Lincoln. Asky Doran. Yeah, there you go. Can we say full names on podcasts? Is we do. Sure? Too late now. It's only gone to Spotify. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, it's only going worldwide. Yeah. All uh, right, so I've still got no idea, and that's okay. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah, which really. one's right? Um, but yeah, they um, they'd formed the band in late November, yeah. and I imagine one of... I like to imagine that one of you were discussing like due dates or something like that. And I, I imagine one of you just said like, when is it? It's, it's in late November. <laughs> and then you probably had a jam or a rehearsal or something. And one of you two would have been like, what did you just say? That's a nice idea, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I, that's what I like to imagine is one of you mentioned it. And then one of you, the sick name for a band, but I don't know. I came up with once in the early 90s and I can't say much more than it was the early 90s. Just take that on board. <laughs> um, it called Epileptic Spiderweb. Hell yeah. Oh my God. It's so cringe. I think about it now and go, that's so cringe. Are they still a band? Uh, no, it was just something in my head. That oh, never, yeah. never got out. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had an epileptic spiderweb. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> I think there was a massive... Uh, rainforest spider web in my head <laughs> back in the, those days um, but yeah that's, that, that's the true story okay no it's no that's cool which is kind of cool it's know? good I like it <laughs> I don't know like, oh, we don't know so <laughs> it's probably I a lot of bands forget. the same though we should do like a competition for someone yeah. someone come up with the yeah, best backstory yeah. the best origin story <laughs> give for away a name. t-shirt or something yeah and what year was that oh uh, no, I was, was it your graduating year? Yeah, but you guys were, would have been a band the year before yeah, that. Yeah, but right? like when we started writing and stuff, like yeah, because so we 20, were just like mates. Twenty sixteen then learning songs, like yeah, mm. um, like we'd never played a show or anything. Oh, yeah. Like we were still like just figuring out. I was still learning guitar from <laughs> from Cody, right? From my dad and Cody. Yeah, yeah. 
So the yeah. Um, so I reckon like 2016. 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. right yeah. on. Hey, um, at the risk of making myself sound old, and I kind of say this every freaking time I do these, um, my first musical memory is uh, the Sherbet song. How's that? Right, you've probably never heard of it. You may have, you may not. If you haven't, Google it later. We'll check the film clip. I reckon it's something I'll show, I'll listen with my dad and he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, check it out on YouTube. I, I did the other day just when I was writing these questions. Um, what's your first musical memories? We want to go from... Denzel, hit it right up. My first musical memory. Uh, probably... Like soundtracks and things like that. Like I used to like listen to um, uh, Ennio Morricone, the soundtrack from um, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, like Ecstasy of Gold. Yeah. And just like kind of, I'd never even watched the movie. I still haven't seen the movie. Really? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. uh, Eastwood? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got it. Fistful of Dollars, all those awesome. Oh, for sure. It was was just on YouTube. Like I was just on YouTube looking for like just random songs so, so that's all um uh instrumental right yeah and there was, was like a opera vocalist yep just soaring yeah, right. over nice but yeah i remember I just feeling like holy shit this is what music can be like and like <laughs> feeling that for the first time was like yeah like nothing else here that's cool i wasn't expecting that it's good alex my first musical memory would be, um, uh, I'd say I remember, because like I kind of my family is a very social family. A lot of mm. a lot of big family gatherings, a lot of extended family, a lot of people around the house all yep. the time. So I, I think it would have been just like yeah, like a some sort of gathering, and um, my dad, my dad um, has like a really powerful voice. Mm. and uh, if there's a gathering he'll have a couple of drinks and just start like going ham Ripping it out. and then usually like uh, I think at the time it would have been my dad and my uncle jamming to Deep Purple wow either Deep Purple or Led Zeppelin yep. Led Zeppelin yep. it would have been um, is it Black Dog? What yeah hey, that's the one yeah and it's like Big guitar song too. Yeah, like my my dad and my uncle, just acoustically. Yeah, like they just go ham, and then uh, and then I don't know. I was just so used to. I would I wouldn't. Yeah, it was just kind of normal to me. Like oh, so to like, have music around. Like oh, my dad's doing that thing again. Yeah, and then but I'd say the first time I paid attention to music, mm. like actually like actively was like whoa, what's this? Was um, Audio Slave, which is. Do you know Chris Cornell? Yeah, yeah. yeah Chris Cornell and then... Mate, Ray- I'm a kid of the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a grunge. <laughs> have a so, um, Chris Cornell and Rage Against the Machine, for yeah. anyone out there who doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, Audio Slave. Um, my brothers used to play CDs on the first Xbox back in the day. Yep. And then, so they'd, they'd play it through the Xbox so we could play it on the speakers and nice. listen through the house. Yeah. And then I remember hearing um, Show Me How to Live by, by Audio Slave and yep. just hearing that voice and then like, probably being six or seven and like playing with Lego and just being like, holy fuck. Yeah, who, that was some voice who, though. Who who's is telling this? Me? In my and just going ham like, you can do that? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was the soft and then the really raspy voice and the power. I was just like that. That's yeah. 
and yeah, it just stuck with me forever. So. I'm feeling really bad about my sherbet now when you're talking about audio slave. <laughs> credit, credit to my yeah. brothers and stuff. <laughs> Take that. Uh, Cody. Uh, that's it. Yeah. I think um, mine would have been listening to Linkin Park in the car. Yeah. I think. Like when I was like young. But like the first time I like probably like paid attention to music would have been actually seeing Luke play oh wow yeah luke and mark mark myers yeah um at the rec room yeah and like i just went to that show because i'd like started learning how to play guitar with sam and then sam was like oh we got a show uh so yeah went along to that and i was like whoa it was just acoustic but Mm. like yeah i don't know something about that like really like hit home with me and I was like that's fucking cool like yeah. just like the songwriting kind of sides of things awesome yeah. wow oh for backstory Corey yeah. Luke is my cousin mm. and so okay yeah, these Luke are, Thomas yeah and Mark as in yeah Mark Myers Mark yeah. Myers yeah, yeah, from, yeah. The, mm. from the Middle East so these are all Queensland uh, Luke, Luke's nice. from Charters Townsville yeah. Artists and Mark's from the wonderful jam we are talking about earlier yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's pretty cool um, my earliest Music memories would probably be my dad and his friends jamming um, at his house as a kid or um, being in pubs while his cover band would play around the tablelands and wanting to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Too loud? But, yeah, first uh, music that I really caught on to that I really liked would be probably Cat Empire. Yep. Um, The trumpet playing in some of those songs. I used to listen to them on the drive to the Tablelands to visit my dad. Yeah. And, um... Hence yeah, the artwork really, on your arm there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, um, got a tattoo of the Cat Empire and, um, just really inspired by their trumpet playing. Even though I play saxophone, I aspire to play a lot like them if mm. I can. I think it's great. Yeah. Unique band, weren't they? Yeah. So they're no longer though, I think, right? Uh, I don't... No. Or they'll be in some form of yeah. somewhere, yeah. I think, yeah, they might have done their final tour sort of thing recently, from memory. But. I'm in denial. Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen them. No, they're coming back. They'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Cats got nine like lives, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've well, been to Townsville, but uh, I was too young to go. Right. We played at the Kerwin Tavern. <laughs> 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 I'm feeling that's like some shithole pub. Uh, Come on, it? no, it's no, not bad. It, it, it's okay. It's not bad. It's no. not like for like live shows. It's not like is it, the the venue or anything. Is it like a one foot stage kind of thing like that? It's a pretty small stage. They put, um, bands out out the back. Oh, okay. And it's like more of a festival. All right. So I imagine that's where they played. But they do yep. have some awesome indoor shows. We've played there once. Yeah, it was actually a really nice gig. Was, was it awesome? I, yeah. yeah, I got. I don't know. I don't know if this is derailing too much, but a guy came up to me. How long ago was that show? That must have been three, four years ago. Yeah, with, with Joyride. Joyride. We went to Ailey. It was like one of our first kind of like support shows. Yeah, like it was organised the day of. An artist that's playing, getting played on played on the radio and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. And Joyride is Rowan, loveliest dude ever. Mm. Shout out Joyride. But um, someone came up to me in town recently. And he was like looking at me and he was looking real intensely and I thought, oh, like, oh, this guy like wants to like, he wants to go me. I was like, I had no idea who he was. I was like, I don't know how I've offended this man, but I've done something. And he comes up, he goes, brother. And he puts like his hand on my shoulder (laughs) and he's like, brother, I don't know if this will mean much to you, brother. And he kept saying it like that. He's like, what? He's like, I saw you guys four years ago. 
you were supporting Joyride and mate, been a fan ever since oh. and you got it and it was just like, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I love you so much right now, man. <laughs> and I'm not stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh god, yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, there was yeah. like maybe there was not many people at that show. Mm. So you know, sometimes, like I don't know, when you have shows like that, the few people that do go, like they, you connect with them because mm. like, because like I feel like we still. Uh, like we still put in a lot of effort even if there's a small turnout even mm. if it, there could be like two people or 200 people we always kind of go pretty hard it, anyway yeah. yeah and yeah these guys remembered it was really nice that's really cool yeah. from like so long ago yeah I was so surprised sorry yeah no that's, that's good what point we're on but yeah no, 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 Cohen Tavern we're discussing Cohen Tavern the great Cohen that's where, Tavern yeah that's where um, wanted to see Cat Empire but didn't but now, they're, <laughs> now they're not touring come on they're coming back right <laughs> three lives left hey um, so yeah as I was saying earlier um, talking off before we kick this thing off um, I saw you boys play a few years back uh, play live at the Irish tap place in town there. Yeah, Molly's. Molly's, we're not yeah, going to yeah. shit can. Molly's, we like Molly's. Molly's, yeah. Good yeah. Place. yeah. Molly's. It we was love a good Molly's. Venue. It was a good venue. Um, and honestly, boys, I was blown away with what I saw. Um, I kind of, there was a whole nother question which I've dumped, but it sort of spoke about how I think my music taste is so good. But I, um, I'll go back to it. it said This is what it says right? I'm going to read it word for word It says I'm pretty fortunate to have lived through many styles of music 70s pop, 80s new romantic, 90s grunge Whatever the 2000s was It's a bit random um, and I'm not, new, new metal New metal baby bit of New metal bit of Christian rock Nah um, And I'm not very forgiving uh, If I don't like a band um, they, they don't get a second chance um, so I guess what I'm saying is that my music tastes are awesome um, <laughs> and I don't listen to shit music um, and the question went on to ask what kind of music do you boys get into was kind of covered that a bit but is there anyone is there a band that you just blows you away you go right now I love this band um, or artist collectively or individually oh, either, or both any whatever like, yeah, we'll Cat start, Empire we'll, we'll, start with, we'll start with Ada <laughs> I get to plug a band. Yeah, plug it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite. <laughs> no, I don't know. I really like Delta Sleep. Hell yeah. Um, uh, they're really great and solid over a long time. Mm. Uh, but they're still releasing music and putting it out. Um, I don't know how to describe them. Um, math rock for those who yeah, know. Yeah, math like. rock, I guess. Mm. Um, like uh, pretty guitar driven like uh, affected guitar like big um, maybe like flanges and springy yeah. sounding guitars and uh, they uh, don't play melodies as much as more percussive rhythms and I don't know mm. it's it's cool it's a bit out there um, sounds good I'm going to listen to it yeah, if we could play some up. stuff more like that, that'd probably be what I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> you want to change the whole face of the band? <laughs> That's all I've got. Um, I think like a big influence for us all is Jank. Uh, not as people. <laughs> but before we knew, before we knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we found them before we knew about them properly. Uh, their music is good. Uh, the Yeah, the... 
the guy that's all we'll say. So much. <laughs> well, I don't know the band, so I'm out of it. So it's all right. You don't have to explain. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Cool. Yeah, look yeah, it up. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Jank's um sound. Yeah, specifically right their sound is good, <laughs> and nothing else other than this. Nothing yeah. else. Yeah. yeah, and their live shows look cool. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, probably just friends at the moment though. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Because like we've been getting. Uh, not exactly this is a weird way to say it, but like more into like the party vibe. Mm. We've, we've like, because like picking up like uh, Chris and Anthony, like uh, like two new, mm. like well, not new anymore. Extended like, horn yeah, section. Yeah. yeah, We've got yep. like a bigger horn yeah. section and mm-hmm. Just Friends have the same thing. Yep. Um, they play a bit, kind of like punk, a little bit of like, oh, mm. like a little bit of punk. It's more like so a bit rock. of a scar research. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, like, yeah, no, when I first started listening to Just Friends, I, instantly I thought like, fuck. This set, that sounds like us, but better. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like yeah, uh, yeah. Now we have the facilities. Yeah, look at this go. And we've actually had like someone message us just out of the blue on the band account. being like, mm. are you guys inspired by Just Friends? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. That, that's great. That's and where great are they based? Uh, I th- want to say California, but I'm oh, really no, just no, they're, de- they're American. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Aside from that though, and looking like back... Uh, for me, it was like Hippocampus and Pine Grove, which mm-hmm. are, yeah, like more American bands. And I think those two have been, like we all have individual, like we all have sort of pretty eclectic individual mm. upbringings and yeah. uh, like uh, influences, sorry, for music. But I think those two in particular, Hippocampus and Pine Grove, are like, they're like the two chief sort of... yeah. I reckon that the, the chief like the influences, sort like, of, yeah. yeah. And they've always been like a, and even the way they they evolve is kind of like they keep setting a bar, mm. yeah. Especially that we want to get to as well. Awesome! Yeah. It's so it's like, great to have a a musical, uh, what is that when they're up yeah, there? Yeah, like like Hero. someone, no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just like, the, like an idol or someone, yeah. someone, someone like, aspiration. Maybe, yeah, yeah, something. definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, from from a skill point, just like yeah, just like that's where we want to aim to be. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Um, I get the feeling, and do we do we ditch dental? Did, did you get to talk? I I would actually yeah. um I would love to hear. Did you did you share your? Yeah, you didn't. I I I, I briefly no? I briefly well, I briefly touched on the hippocampus and uh, pine grove yeah. thing. Do you have any others to add? Um, I think. Well, actually, yeah, I will add this. I think uh, starting out, because like, I feel like we started our songwriting spree, started with Lucy and Landslide, right? Yeah. yeah. And they those songs were super... I was, at the time, and st- still to this day, heavily influenced by Alice in Chains and like Foo Fighters and all the stuff my brothers grew up That's with. That's my music. So That's it's tough. like, even though like, like you don't listen to our stuff and think of that, mm. but that is, like, and Kings of Leon actually yeah, as well. Kings of Leon. Pyro, yeah, Kings of Leon. I saw them Almost three weeks ago. They came to my hometown. Yeah. So we really? live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Kings of Leon came to Mildura what and played fuck? a 8,000 people concert on yeah. the footy what? oval. Flew in, <laughs> played the show. Flew out. Off. That's yeah. insane. It was insane. So oh. I've just recently sent Eddie Vedder a PM and said, "Hey, 
come through. We've had these dudes. <laughs> Surely, yeah. Eddie. Come on. Yeah. Come on. But yeah, for me, Alice in Chains for sure. Yep. Just as an overall thing. Foo Fighters as well. Um, Dave Grohl is an awesome human. I mean, he, he's just like what made me want to start writing music mm. pretty much. Um, Have you listened to the book? His book? I've, I did I've the start, audio book one. Yeah, I've started reading it. it. I should listen to it, yeah. It's cool because the audio book, he reads it to you. So he's just telling you his whole life story and it's, it's fucking great. Oh, like Dave? Yeah, Dave actually oh, reads it. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. really yeah, cool. Yeah, wow. yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear Denzel's um, yeah, influences hear because oh. as, as I've said before, it's like probably impactful for all of us. Like favorite band of all time has got to be um, a band called King Cruel. Um, mm-hmm. Like the like it's by the lead singer Archie Marshall. He's from I think somewhere like rural England or somewhere mm. that's just poor. Right. So like I, I found a lot of my favorite bands are from that area, like mm. like Northern England. Yeah. That kind of like even going throughout like decades, like yeah. all my favorite bands are from that area. But just like. Um, yeah, the way he does everything from like songwriting, um, like the way he's like makes his aesthetics and mm. not even the things in that like suit the song, not even parts that are in the song, like they're in the song, but like say he'll put in a sound effect or yeah. he'll fucking yell or grunt in a certain way that'll mm. just make you feel like Oh, I know what exactly what he's feeling, but he's just like yeah, that's awesome. He's just going, what the? <laughs> I, I just like I know what he means. Yeah. What he do, you what feel he the does. emotion of yeah, what yeah. he's yeah, exactly. You know what, boys? The most awesome thing is, oh, every single band you've talked about, I've never heard of. So I go away from here, gone. There's like six or seven bands already. I got to go listen to, because I mean, I'm gonna fuck, the questions jump ahead here, but. Um, if you guys like the music and I like the music you make, so surely, I'm sure. sure who, who knows? Oh, I'll have yeah. a listen. I'll send you. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll have a listen it, on the way back. Because again, you might not listen to these bands and draw the similarity. Mm. Yeah. But I think this is especially from an inspiration point of view, like, like what inspires us to make what we make. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, I get the feeling that your music's heavily based on emotion. Um, there's a line in your song Fishhook. Says I could kick my toe on the corner of the kitchen table and it wouldn't hurt as much as you. That lyric is intellectually awesome, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Now, without knowledge, um, although I do know now because you've told me, sort of, Alex, I guess. But my question was sort of, who writes the lyrics? Is it shared? Is it one of you? You all pitch in. What? Can you, someone explain that? Clearly, the line is you kick your foot on that and it hurts, and it's, maybe it's about a significant other. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I think um, uh, it's, it's just about fishhook in general is about um, like relationships that um, that get cut off too quickly before mm. I think either party can explain things all the way through, which just leads to far more resentment than it's worth. Yeah. When you know, like certain things could mm. have been, certain things could have been saved mm-hmm. if, you, if you, you know, if 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 either party just communicated more. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
that like and you kick they kicked my little toe against it that that actually is like not as like um i didn't mean for that to be as like angsty as it came out to be i just it sounds i just wanted i just wanted a particularly like fast rhythmic sort of vocal thing there yeah and that's just like i just kind of that's just what came out yeah and i was like that's that's pretty good (laughs) i remember thinking like oh like i'll fucking pat myself on the back like oh the boys will love this and they did yeah (laughs) and it it's perfect though like um it yeah it suits the song you know obviously obviously it suits the song because the song is awesome um now i wandered around the internet and found the film clip for caitlin yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, who was the brains behind the film clip? Um, and then I'll give you my thoughts on the film clip after. But what what happened there? How'd that come about? <laughs> what happened there? It was Alex. <laughs> What's that, Mike? Oh, okay. Yeah, you were like... I was about to push it on here. You were, I was definitely no, I'm just the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, you were like, what if? And like, you spun me the idea and I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, our friend Femmel, mm. he's, like, a pretty buff dude. And I just thought it would be really funny to have him dress as, like, an 80s fitness instructor and, yep. like, try yep. and brainwash us into... Like zombie apocalypse. Yeah, but it was, like, 28 days <laughs> later. It was kind of, like, a little bit ripping off the LMFAO film party clip, rock party anthem. rock anthem. Yeah. I just, like, yeah, what it was, like, what it was, like, party rock anthem, but it's, like... That was like the muscliest guy we know is like trying to like convince us to like do this like ridiculous 80s fitness kind of aesthetic. And then it was just like we we just sat together and just wrote this ridiculous story. (laughs) Why? Why why is it? Because you get to think, because you get the idea and then you get to think about like, okay, why is this happening? And then we just wrote the most bullshit story. (laughs) And then it's like. It's, It's good because if you listen to the song and you've never seen the film clip, I don't join them together at all. I'm like, what? <laughs> but together, um, as I said, I found it on YouTube. And it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. It was like a late night SBS movie that you come home <laughs> drunk yeah. from the pub yeah. and you put that on. And that's, you yeah. know. It, but it, it could so go on. Rage and just you watch that at two in the morning. You hear that rage? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get this sorted. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so it was was it a long process or it was just that, how about we do this? Let's go. Um, do you had the idea for a while. I had I the idea because like we wrote the script in one day and then filmed it in a weekend. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, a, I remember yeah. you telling me like months before we'd put any weight into it. It was like, oh, I was just thinking and. Okay, wouldn't, wouldn't it be funny if yeah yeah and then yeah and then we, we did, did. It. <laughs> yeah yeah um and can i just say i know you're probably sick of hearing it maybe you're not but that song is special caitlin it's a great song oh, thank it you. really really is um i try to not keep playing it all the time because i want to listen to all your other stuff but <laughs> it's like my spotify thing just keeps dragging it back in yeah, yeah. so and i've just been only listening to your music for a little bit now just to you know Get that in my head, yeah, pretty much, and it, it's yeah, it's been awesome. Um, Thank you. When I do listen to your music, I feel a Joy Division vibe. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Joy Division at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I get that feeling. Uh, Ian Curtis is one of my favourite front men. Unfortunately, his career wasn't too long, but um, but take that as a positive, Alex, as the front man and band and the boys. 
Um, uh, the question leads into who are your influencers? We've kind of done that. Yeah, yeah. We've really bashed that one. Um, I think ju- just on the Joy Division thing, maybe why you might draw some similarities. I think Joy Division were way ahead of their time for alternative yeah. music and emo music. Mm. They were like one of the first unapologetically emotional bands. I yeah. think. Not one of, definitely not the first, but like one of the first that were just like, we're just going to do this and kind of, I think, them and like maybe The Cure as well. Yeah. Like really set, because like, you know, we kind of play into the emo sort of vibe a little bit, mm. which if you don't know, Corey, the emo is just like, kind of like that. Almost like cringe level emotional, but on mm. purpose, like yeah. a bit self-aware. Mm. Not everyone's self-aware, I think, but like <laughs> that's also, I think, the, the line gets blurred a little bit, but it's just like how... Like one of our favorite bands is Mum Jeans, which kind of leans into the influence thing a little yeah, bit as yeah. well as like how like yeah how far can you take it like and then you know in that sort of mm. just be unapologetically emotional you know yeah. what I mean and then it becomes like it it becomes like uh, like a celebration and it becomes cathartic and then you mm. get like bands like Just Friends that are still emo bands but they're like mm. they're a party they're a vibe yeah yeah or jank and I feel like we are maybe getting into that territory a bit more mm. yeah and but i think joy division were probably one of the early pioneers for that and with the front man the way he yeah. dances and stuff oh, yeah. singing his dreary tones but he's like but he was mad yeah, at yeah, the front yeah, he yeah, was yeah, like, he was nuts um i don't know if you've watched the movie there's a like sbs movie um it's, it's really it's, it's incredibly sad mm. but it's worth watching actually if you can dig it up or i'll send you the link it's totally worth watching um and not to do with you guys just because yeah i don't know he was um he was a cool dude. Um, that that sort of perfectly leads into my next little line of questioning. So as a 50-year-old bloke, I'm kind of figuring out that it's all right to have shit days. Um, it's all right to feel like the world wants to kill you or or that, and that's pretty drastic. But, um, and yeah, <laughs> and it, sometimes it does. Uh, and not, not everyone is honest and altruistic and, and or even that nice. Um how do you boys feel about talking about that that kind of thing? Like, as in, you know, is it a mates? Is it family? Is it paid professionals? I'm trying to break through with my generation to get my mates to explore out a bit more than, hey, go, mate, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. No, but hang on, how are you? How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a big question, I know, and we don't have to dwell on it, but it's it's just something that it's the second part of the question, which I'll leave for now. But you, you utilize each other. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we talk a lot within the group. You know, like I feel like because every like Monday we we meet up, um, like over, you know, over the internet because some of mm. us are down south. You know, and we'll often talk about what's what's going on if you know we're feeling a bit out of it or that sort of thing. Um, yeah, doesn't mean that it's easy to. Mm. You know, just because we're used to doing that a little bit, it's mm. still it still can be really hard to bring it up with one another for whatever reason. Um, just. Naturally, I think it's just hard to bring yeah. up that sort of thing, you know. Mm, mm. Um, but there's never been a time where, for me anyway, where I have, and then I've been like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you know, no. like it's always like, oh, cool. They know where I'm at. Yeah. Like, I think, um, yeah. yeah, I think there's a bit of like an unspoken sort of rule within our group, and hopefully within other groups as well, where mm. it's like our mental well-being kind of takes place first. Mm. Like for a couple of reasons, like you know, one because we we were friends before we were like, mm. you know, really 
taken on the you know the gigging band sort of life like so that care is already there mm. and I, I think that always kind of takes preface first and then also like because like without you know, without your mental health being in a good condition, like mm. we can't operate yeah. to the best we can be anyway. So it's like, mm. I mean, that's that's like a harsh objective way of looking at it. Mm. But, but like, yeah, there, there's no point sacrificing your mental health yeah. for so, stuff yeah. because you're not going to be able to do the stuff. So, so like, mm. yeah, one, yeah, yeah, first and foremost out of care for us as friends. Yeah. And then it also leads into like, yeah, well, like this is something we... We, we got to solve as well. Mm. Yeah, be I mean, you off. break your leg, you get your leg fixed, right? It's kind of the, that's just the angle I'm kind of going with, you know, with my mates a bit like, yeah. you know, we go play golf, we have a beer and I know things are not right in their life, but they're like just tuned up to not want to go there. <coughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. super duper too, way too open and tell anyone anything almost, but. That's um, a good, like that saying break a leg, right? Like. When you talk about mental health, it's like when you have a breakdown, when it's mm. too late, you know? Like, mm. that's when people go to seek help is when it's too late. Mm. So, I, like, I know, it needs to be, there needs, like, obviously having a community is good, having, like, mm. it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also, like, if you don't have that, then, I don't know, first, like, from cutting hair, like, people tell me, everything like you are almost a therapist yourself aren't you working here well like yeah well it's weird because i feel like i can reach more people than a psychologist or a therapist yeah let's put that out there to the dudes listening so we're in this amazing what's the correct term i was going to say barbershop oh, it's not shops, yeah, but it's way time. cooler and better than that i'm going to try and get some photos up online i will do cool. if that's allowed um yeah, this sure. place is it could be many, many things. But it's it's a very cool place to record this. Um, I've been saying sort of to my crew lately, um, my, my mates, um, and they're kind of not getting this, but there's a psychological shift happening right now, I reckon. And I'm no psychologist. Your partner would have more of an understanding. My wife was in that sphere. But your generation are change makers, I reckon. Um, you just get out and do it. You don't seem to... You know, I think about the last 10 years and think about all of the changes that have happened in society. Almost nobody now is um, not accepted for whatever they want to be. Yeah. Um, do you guys see that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I think like also uh, just like on the, on the topic before, like I think it's also like more um, normal to see a psychologist. Mm. Mm. Um, I mean my partner and my housemate are both psychs so maybe I'm right. <laughs> maybe I'm biased but no, I, I no, feel no, like either. you know before like meeting either of them I'd seen a psychologist mm -hmm. and like I know a bunch of my mates have seen psychologists mm. and like it's not like a shameful thing because it's like going to the doctor when you're sick I feel, sure. yeah, I feel like it's becoming more like going to the dentist or yeah. anything else yeah. now it's like it's oh, about have, you, have you got your teeth checked have you got your head checked yeah it's like, oh, I, haven't, I haven't in a while I should go you know what I mean it's yeah. like I think it's easier to go to the psychologist than the dentist because uh, I haven't been to the dentist in a long time because <laughs> I don't know how much it'll cost or anything. Yeah. But uh, I've had a very easy time getting in to see a psych. I just go to the doctor and then from there they just seem to help help you mm. and then get you to the next step and 
it seems like if you can reach the first step, then the support falls in. For the yeah. Rest yeah. Of it. But I don't really know how to go see the dentist or how much it'll cost. <laughs> it'll and cost I'd like a lot. support with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one's for you, my friend. I've seen you suffering. I don't want all of that anxiety in your head again. I, no. Yeah, I do see, like, I'm starting to see a lot more, like, older gentlemen, like, just, you know, open up a lot more, mm. um, just from what I see every day. Um, just yesterday, like, one of my clients, like, right at the end, just did a, like, big dump about how, like, he and his wife had just separated that week, and, Ooh. like, I, like, we were just talking about the act of going to the barbershop and yeah. how it feels to just get your hair cut, like, he was saying that it was, it was a form of therapy on its own, and then mm. he just started opening up about it, so I don't really, like... It's weird because I'm not like doing this job. You're not trained like not you know, at all, <laughs> at all for, yeah. like mental health. So it's like I feel like I should be. Well, yeah, I mean, you can always do outside yeah, training 100%. and different stuff. I, yeah. Uh, so how did how did you get into cutting hair? How did that eventuate? Um, Mum used to cut her hair, and then when my older brother got old enough to get his hair cut, like like my old my my, my younger brother, sorry. Yeah. He's um like on the spectrum, so. Mm-hmm. Growing up, he was like, it was so difficult. Mm. And mum would just get so, like, <laughs> so pissed off at him. And I'd just, like, be like, oh, mum, just let me do it. Just go. So you started cutting your brother's hair? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, it was, it was not good. It was horrible. Right. <laughs> and I was really mean to him as well. Oh, like, yeah? Did back, you give him all the shit haircuts? I remember, I remember, like, just <laughs> grabbing his head so tight and be like, you want to look ugly? <laughs> Keep moving. <laughs> like... <laughs> He, fucking, he shut the fuck up. <laughs> and do you still cut his hair? Uh, he, uh, he actually has long hair now. All right. Yeah, like really yeah. long. Because yeah, he doesn't want you to. He's terrified of going to the barber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this what every barber's like? <laughs> yeah. I, I love yeah. that story so much, man. And then, uh, yeah, I started cutting I was my so mate's hair. I'm so glad you asked him yeah. that because I was like, <laughs> I love this. Because <laughs> I got no idea, right? So it's a great way to walk into a dark hallway. Yeah. <laughs> you get slapped in the face with a wet fish. You know, yes. Yeah. So out. I started cutting like my mate's hair like while I was in school, and yeah, I did some haircuts like in front of the library. Yeah. And yeah, once I graduated, just walked in here and I popped my resume in. And away you went. Yeah, right. And how long's that been? Four years on now. Yep. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Nice. Denzel got apprentice, apprentice of the year this year. You nice. won it. Yeah. Gold star. Yeah. Trophy. Yeah, I got a trophy and like a thousand dollars worth of gear. Ah. Oh, there was a whole award ceremony that I didn't go to. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> You didn't go. So uh, on the TAFE Facebook, there's like this photo of all the other contestants on stage. Yeah. And then just my name up on the big screen. <laughs> and they just and have these blank there. faces. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're all so confused. I'm not even there. Like, uh, <laughs> such a good photo. <laughs> you need that up on the wall here somewhere. Yeah, no, it's better than the trophy. The Denzel, oh, and he's not here. Yeah, that needs to be like, a, like an album cover or something. Like <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> That would be awesome. Oh, Win it, Denzel Carlos, and then a bunch of people that aren't Denzel. 
the just, no show. He's looking yeah. real sad. <laughs> <laughs> they do look sad. Yeah. Yeah. Little little Jimmy Johnson uh, that like you know turned up, sat up the front, just curled his mustache for the evening. <laughs> oh, um, oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's a good story. Hey, so you boys have been playing some festivals, is what I understand, just from piecing some stuff together. Um, tell me about the live shows and the the festival live that you've so far experienced. Uh, the live shows. Yeah. So, like recently, you were at a festival, right? Yeah. A little while yeah, ago. Yeah. Neck of the woods. Neck of the woods. Oh yeah. man. So lovely. So like live shows in general or yeah. like oh, either. festival shows in general? I like the festival idea just because festivals are awesome. Um, I think festivals are like, I think where we sort of, I think it's where we probably shine the most. It's where we fit on stage. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's, yeah, <laughs> like honestly, like it's because there's a few of us. Yeah. And I feel like we're, uh, we're kind of like a festival vibe sort of band i feel like yeah. we do pretty well in that sort of scenario no i love mm. the i love the the tight you know club shows as well they're really mm. fun in a different way like the tight club shows will have like a really wild sort of energy and you're kind of almost face to face with everyone and you can like yep you you can really Very sort intimate. of you can really see who's into it and you know it's genuine mm. and the connection is there yeah not not that you don't get a genuine connection yeah. from a festival as well, but it's a different sort of energy. It's like a, it, it's like a euphoric sort of free air, open. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, not that I know of. You can feel the air a, a little bit. Open air, air the open Mason air Mass. Yeah, big difference um, with your connection to the audience mm. and also your connection to each other. Sometimes you play at a festival and it's like it feels like. You're playing without headphones or you're playing with headphones yeah. or something. Yeah. It's just like, because it doesn't sound anything like how you rehearse. doesn't yeah. sound anything like any other show. So mm. especially like our first one, you get up there and you're like, I can't hear the drums. I don't know what's going on. Well, sometimes <laughs> you can hear too much drums. And yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah. So, so you just got to play by feel really. Like it, it, you have to be well rehearsed. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if I know my part and I can hear the snare... And I can hear a bit of Alex's vocals, and yep. it's like, cool. I yeah. can, I know how the song goes. Yeah, I'll play that, and I have to trust it sounds good. Yeah, and yeah. You, don't, you don't really get sound checks either. It's often just line checks. Yeah. So it's like you get five to ten minutes just to be like, like okay, yeah. As Plug I, in, as I yeah. said, I want a bit of this. I want a bit of that. Let's go. Yeah, and yeah. Because someone's up next. Sometimes it's really just like your guitar works. Cool. Whereas, like, if yeah. we're like headlining a club show, mm. we've got like half an hour to, you know, make sure the drums sound immaculate. Mm. Which you know they they do that uh, part of things like In it, yeah. at the start of the festival. But yeah, the important bits like getting our wedge on stage set. So I know that I want this and that and this and in there, yeah. and I can yeah. tell them that. Whereas, yeah, festival sometimes you don't get the time. Yeah, yeah, I do like like I don't know, just feeling. Feeling the breeze, yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, regardless of where you are, you're gonna get sweaty. Yeah. So like, if we're in a tight pack venue, you get sweaty, and then you stay sweaty, and then you play at a festival, you get really fucking sweaty, and then you get this fucking. Mm. But the breeze. Yeah. One time we played um, in 2018. We played like on the Strand, and it was like raining yeah. that time as oh, well. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. 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 And just that feeling was. Really That'd be amazing. also real, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's also this feeling of like, 
when you do this for long enough, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I can't speak for everyone, but like personally, sometimes when you do this for a while, yeah, there are there are downs and mm. there, there are points where you feel like you're going in circles and you mm. feel like oh maybe, you know, like you start to doubt yourself a bit and you go yeah. oh, is is this what I'm meant for? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And I find festivals are the best way to remind yourself that you have something that yeah. is special and that yeah. people want to hear. You know, yeah. like, you know, regardless, and it's not about having a big audience or anything like that. Mm. It's just like, there's, I don't know, this feeling of like legitimacy that I think mm. that I that yeah. personally, yeah. I, personally, I get when I'm up there. It's like, I'm meant to be doing this. You yeah. Know? And I feel like it's different with a club. Like, yeah. Um, it's got to be a very specific sort of thing to get that. Like the zoo, when we played at yeah, the zoo, yeah, it felt like a festival. Yeah. And maybe that's just because the stage is bigger and the venue is bigger. Um, yeah. Whereas like smaller venues, it's a little bit tricky to get that same sort of feeling. And like, because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty prone to just feeling like exhausted yeah. after shows. Whereas festivals, I don't feel that. And same with like, yeah, when we played at like the zoo. I was like, no, nah, I could play that three times more and <laughs> yeah. I would be fine. Whereas, yeah, cool. you know, yeah, you played a smaller venue and after once and I'm like, oh, I'm going to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. You reach more people too, like playing at a festival, like, because when you play at a venue, you know, people go to see just you or yeah, whoever yeah. the yeah. headline yeah. is. Mm. Um, whereas like people buy festival tickets to go see everything. So yeah, people sure. are more open to kind of new oops, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep. new stuff and taking like everything in. Are you, uh, Ada, um, you got something? Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think of my stepdad Sean. Um, he goes to Palm Creek because he just loves music and he just discovers all these um, different musicians and um, people that like music in that way are great fans to have because then mm. they come to your shows and they buy merch and. Yeah they just genuinely yeah really support you yeah that's awesome on that merch topic um we're gonna take a real quick break and we're gonna come back and talk about some merch ideas we are back we are had a little uh quick cup of tea no not really (laughs) um it's actually um, pouring rain out here in the beautiful North Queensland, so I just stood outside to um, just check out a little bit of torrential rain. I was going <laughs> to say where I'm from, it doesn't rain, but it hasn't fucking stopped raining in about six months. That's why the town's flooded. Sorry, mildy folk. Hope everyone's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually true, really. It is. Oh, damn. Um, Mer- we're going to go merch, yeah, weren't we? Yeah. Just, it's not something I've got here, but I'm, oh, I, I caught a whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear your ideas. So... Uh, we want to make fingerboards. So you know, like mini skateboards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, uh, Anthony, uh, uh, alto sax player, he um, he just got right into it. He's got a Instagram account and then he's just been getting us all into it. Yeah, right. he converted He converted Dens. Dens was the next one. Actually, yeah. you, you were probably already into it, right? No, no, it was... It was, it was him. Yeah, yeah. Was I like, can't figure yeah. out how to do it. My son was into it like 10 years oh, ago. Anthony when he was five, by the way, boy, sorry. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, no, he was... He might have been seven. Anthony makes it look so beautiful, like yeah. and effortless, with, with like the rails and the little ramps yeah, and, the, uh, like, and the little pants and shoes. 
Yeah. Oh wow. He's, he, oh, goes, geez, yeah. he goes fully into it and just all the time. Like yeah. we're out at dinner, we're out at lunch. He's always got it in his pocket. <laughs> He's on the table, yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna make late November fingerboards, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Um What else you got for me? We got uh flags. Aiden wants to do flags. Like Big concert flags, like, sort of. like I think, like uh, whatever the demand is. <laughs> yeah, whatever people want, we'll, uh, we'll make it. <laughs> really small ones would be funny. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. ones you put on the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car flags. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be sick. You run yeah. for parliament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, flags. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I want to do flags. I, I want to do a graphic novel. What? what? <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of this. This is no, sick. I, I swear that we've spoken about it, but just just to just to have, just to say that it, we've done it. it would just be yeah. cool. A what? A graphic novel? Yeah, yeah, who yeah. The, who the fuck's gonna animate it? You? Graphic novel? You don't have to animate it. It's all words, isn't it? It's a book. Graphic novel? Like no, comic. graphic novel is like a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, so, who's gonna draw? Yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry, oh, not right. animate. Sorry, <laughs> um, sorry. who's gonna who's I don't know. illustrate? I don't know. If you wanted. Uh, do this for us uh, oh no so what we up. do is we we do the poses uh, we do oh, the poses yeah. in real life and we take panorama whatever the scene is yeah. we'll, we'll do like person each photo and we'll paste them all together that's great that's great I don't know. We're, yeah. we're developing Holy an idea shit. here. Yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> you got um, to cut all this out. Correct? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is good. This is it's not even on the on the list. Um, Off the cuff, baby. This all kind of feeds into the next kind of little question I had. So I'd sort of written that the life of a bunch of musicians hanging out together for long periods of time mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> must be tough. Sometimes you must have crazy ideas like flags and graphic yeah. novels. Um, um, how do you get along when you're locked in a, a session? And I think you may have just spent some time together, have you? It's pretty easy. Um, very, very easily. Very <laughs> easily. Answer. Okay. I, honestly, Ado is kind of joking, but also I feel like we do. We, yeah. We do make like we have three of us have lived together, and oh, yeah. actually Dental, Dental yeah, was yeah. also with us for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was when we were really young, like. That we was were also like very fresh easy. out of high, yeah. That was like fresh <laughs> we out of high together. school, and we wow. were work, we were working together all day, yeah. And then we'd re- we'd rehearse together, and then we lived together, and then we were just like, um, we really tested our boundaries and, and like mm. you know, uh, pushed each other to the limit, and then but also it, it it came to a positive result because like now we understand each other more mm-hmm. than ever because we weren't like so truly horrible to each other that yeah. like, we couldn't go back on anything. Just gave each other shit just, sometimes. It, yeah, it was just that like... happens. Just, yeah, just us being, yeah, like on each other all the yeah. time and then that gets... Like these like, two cuddling on the couch yeah, over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, but that's why we can do this now because it's like, it's easy. But um, yeah. And then I think um, this actually kind of feeds pretty nicely indeed last point about mental health and about checking mm. in with mm. each other and being open with each other i feel like all of us have like a pretty good radar of when we're you need know s- someone is upset or someone yeah. needs space and then all of us aren't particularly afraid to announce it as mm. well mm. Yeah. like yeah. you know and, and like we so we just did a week together in lucinda where we recorded a bunch of music you know there was nine of us because yeah. it was like the core group and then um, Hayden before he joined the Hayden band. before he joined and then our yeah. friend Caleb doing photography so nine mm. guys together 
for that long would, would be challenging anyway. Yeah. And then you add like the creative sort of back and forth on top of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, already we're, we're getting, you know, we're purposely making ourselves vulnerable and sharing ideas and shooting ideas down. And yeah. and then like at any point that one of us would be too upset or just be like, I'm just going to just gonna take a break for a bit. And yeah. Be, yep, then we come back together and then we got, awesome. everything, we got everything done. And I, yeah, I feel like that's, like, it's good because we can do that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if uh, we felt like an obligation to stay in the room when we weren't feeling, like, you know, when we were like, you know, like about to blow frustrated up and, yeah. and that yeah. sort of thing, yeah. then it wouldn't really work too well because, you know, you, you're bleeding that onto everything else, you know, mm. that gets put in the music and like not in a good way, you know, like, yeah, it's just not, not good to have tension between mm. Well, tension between anyone, really. Yeah. But especially when you're when you're trying to make something together. together like, yeah. 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 It sort of bunt that creative process if you and like you said, if you could say, "Hey, I've got to go out side for five ten yeah. and yeah. just yeah. relax." Yeah. Before yeah. I put my microphone stand through your eyeball or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it also helps that none of us are particularly like none of macho, us are really aggressive, no, yeah. macho, like, aggressive dudes. kind of guys. But like, um, I think we'll no. cry before we punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's though. just the truth. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of recording, so we talked about that you just did a bit of recording. So, what's the plan? Is it going to be an album, or is it is that too old school? Is it just get songs and get them on network like Spotify or whatever? You do? Yeah. What's the process? What do you? So um, you've recorded some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So have. I th- I think like uh, well we're just testing now like. Because I don't know, it, it's hard because you put in like a lot of money and time and effort to, yep. you know, get this thing um, to a point where you want to share it and where you're yep. happy with it um, and you think other people will be too. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so like albums are pretty intimidating because mm. if the album as a whole, because it's treated separately to, to just individual songs, you know yep. what I mean? Like yep. it's a whole album. So uh, you can still have songs that shine off that. But it's just, yeah, super intimidating once you put all this money into risking a whole album. Mm. Yeah. It's like a, the industry in general is like a single driven, like singles driven sort of game. Yeah. yeah. More so EPs if you want to release a body of work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I think like. Still a place for albums. I think yeah. everybody still loves albums. Mm. And if you can do it. Not to say you can't do it any if you really want to do an album, you just fucking can. There's yeah. nothing stopping you. There's nothing stopping you. Just get eight or ten I songs. Think, but I think, like, just the way, because, you know, like, we'd like to be in a position that, you know, where we can be, like, a consistently touring band and, you yep. know, we want to be, um, like, well-known enough that, you know, we're sought after by, like, uh, venues and uh, festivals and stuff like that. And I think to get there... Like I don't have, no one really has the answers, mm. and I, th- I don't think there are fucking answers to be honest. But yeah. like, um, actually, Denzel showed me this really cool podcast where they talk about um, what are they called? Which one? The the guy. It's, it's like um, it's like a guy with like uh, like he dreads. Like and he, often oh. t- he, often, he often has them tied up. He's got a big deep voice. Oh yes, yeah, um, like the cheat code. Talking about yeah, cheat code. Yeah, and he's yeah. talking about consistency. Yeah. And I think that's why we're kind of leaning into singles at the moment because we're trying to be consistent with just putting stuff out. Yeah. And it's like, unless you're like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and you can just write <laughs> yeah, album after album, yeah. that's great. But yeah. like we're, we can't 
we, we can't really do that. So mm. we kind of just savor and make sure that the songs are at a point we like and yeah. we're just yeah. going to put out a bunch of a bunch of songs. So you'll do do it like one at a time. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. And then and yeah. then maybe maybe put it together like a like a special sort of project at the yep. end of that. Like maybe it has all the songs that we've put out plus like like demo or, versions of yeah. those songs and acoustic versions and remixes and stuff like that and yeah. B-sides and whatnot. Yeah. And like, you know, I would love to have like a late November album, but like Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's, that's that's a thing like with with the like keeping people engaged and showing promoters mm. or you know agents that um people are consistently interested you can't put an album out and not do anything for six months yeah and then they're like you're gonna hit it big soon mm. <laughs> yeah you know you're gonna uh, go tour with it don't unless you, unless much. your music well, is just that fucking good yeah, yeah which we don't know you well know. yours is all right for sure <laughs> thank, you. thank you but you know if you those like um Say you got six tracks, maybe it's like a, you know, big EP rather than an album, for instance, if we're yep. talking six months. Mm -hmm. You could release a single a month, you know, and then people are like, these guys are doing stuff, you know. It looks yep. just a lot more productive than mm. than an album. Um, and it's because everything's so fast now, you know, yeah. people want regular stuff. It's a good way to keep them. In, you and know, expensive, like, I'm imagining. Cool. What's that? And expensive, I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, we're not gonna go down the money track here. I think Edo has a has something. Um, I find after every release, we learn heaps, and mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, we're gonna have to use that next time. And if we were to do, I don't know, six tracks all at once and release it, like, fuck, we just learned so much. Yeah. yeah, and now we have to record yeah. all these songs. To yeah, you kind of like, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> yeah, you and lose six opportunities. Every now. single yep. time we release something, we in hindsight we're like, oh my god, we didn't do that, we didn't do that. Um, and it seems to be good to have uh, this feedback loop that is happening con consistently, um, that you can uh, adjust yourself to mm. um, as often as possible. Whether that's marketing or whether it's songwriting. Whether it's yeah, how to make it appeal to different people or to radio or anything, you, you learn a little bit here and there, and it mm. seems to be um, worthwhile to to constantly update y your approach. Yeah, and it's just a learning process, eh? I think also like thanks to streaming, I think streaming has a lot of drawbacks, and it's made as much as it's made stuff easy, it's also made shit really hard as mm. well. But thanks to streaming, like. I feel like albums before streaming was like really important because it was like a big body of work of an yeah, artist that you really love mm. in one go. You know what I mean? Yep. Whether it's like with streaming, it's all there. Mm. All of it's there. So you don't really have to worry. Like you can put out one song at a time. You don't have to buy eight people, singles. Yeah, people can yeah. just go back through like, oh, I like this song. And then they go through the library and they're like, mm. oh, they've got this song and this song and this song and it's all there. And yeah. it's like maybe not in a particularly like chronological or, you know, artistically formulated sort of order, but mm. it's all there and then people can arrange their own sort of, you know, people can make playlists, like their yeah. own albums, if you will. And yep. then that's true. Because eh? mm. albums were albums because they had to be. Yeah, right? there was no but other way back in the day. Yeah, now we can kind of define it however we want to. When I was buying Kiss albums in 1982, it was like the standard eight songs, four and four. Yeah, you probably yeah. really liked two of them. 
<laughs> back in the day. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, um, loads of things. I, I'd love to see you boys get down way south Melbourne way. Um, I think the music and the style of music that you produce would go nuts down there. I know it's it's a long way from Townsville, but really, it's, I'll tell you tomorrow because it's a three-hour flight and I'm getting on one. <laughs> it ain't that far. Yeah. Um, it's something like that in your mind? Oh, 100%. All the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we, we only started doing, even though we've been a band for a while, we've only started doing proper road trips like this year, which yep. is ironic. Yeah. Since COVID, we've done more shows out of Townsville than ever. Yep. Yeah. Which yeah. is really interesting to think about. But we, we did more shows in Brisbane than Townsville this year. And yeah. that's not because that's not of like any vendetta or anything or any need mm. to like escape Townsville or anything like that is just kind of naturally started happening. Yep. And then yep. every time we do a show in our hometown, the, you know, our incredible support network here always turns up mm. and then with more. And then like we kind it's of growing. like... Yeah, it's kind yep. of... And then also people kind of see that we're, we're trying to make our way down and it, mm. I think it's slowly turning some heads as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think like our, our biggest asset as a band is our live show. Yeah. Um, especially now that we're kind of leaning into, you know, that Just Friends sort of party-esque vibe. Mm. Um, I feel like it's pretty easy for people to connect with and for people to have fun but also take something yeah. away from it. Yeah, well, I hope that's our that's our goal. <laughs> yeah, but um, for sure, it's you know I I feel like um, yeah, like our live show is super important for gaining new fans and cementing people who are like yep. yeah they're cool uh, to like you know become that next step of like no I actually really like that guy's music and you know we've had that happen a couple times and it's always yeah amazing like talking to people and you're like wow like we it's we like, touch someone like that so we yeah. yeah we're really keen to do that further south and yeah. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, boys, um, I'll refer to you as late November again. Um, thanks so much for hanging out with me on the Roundabout podcast, chatting about all kinds of stuff. It's been bloody awesome. Um, just to sit in the comfy leather chairs and the surrounds that we're in, very cool. I've been eyeing off those bottles of single mould up there <laughs> with my blurry glasses on, wondering if that was tea or actual scotch, but we won't find out today. Um, but, boys, I wish you all the best with your future endeavours I, I can't say it enough times your music is is amazing um, I am a harsh critic of music and not that what I say matters really but keep doing it I love it um, yeah thanks for uh, thanks for chatting and um, coming on the Roundabout podcast thanks for having us thanks for having us Corey yeah. awesome guys cheers coming home no regret. Until I realize I've missed my chance